In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christos Foskres. Christ is risen. Christos Anesti. Today, the second Sunday of Pascha, is known as St. Thomas Sunday. St. John, the theologian, gives us an account of the miraculous event. The disciples were gathered together all in one room. It was Sunday evening. One can only imagine what they must have been going through. A mere few days earlier, everything was normal, even glorious. Jesus Christ raised their friend Lazarus from the dead. He was in the grave for four days, and yet all that it took was for Jesus to shout out his name, and Lazarus stepped forth from the tomb. The entire city came out to see if the rumor was true, and they hailed Jesus as King of the Jews. But not all were happy with the current events. Threatened by Jesus' great power, the leaders of the community secret, secretly plotted to have him arrested. The disciples must have felt something soon was about to happen. But what? No one knew for sure. While they ate the annual Passover dinner, Jesus told them of a new covenant, a new Passover, a Passover like they never celebrated before, a new way of life. The old way was about to pass away and a new beginning was to set forth. But what was this new miraculous covenant? The disciples could only wonder. They would soon find out. That evening as they were in the garden, security guards came for Jesus, betrayed him with a kiss. They arrested him. A few of the disciples put up a fight, but when the leader of the guard shouted out, arrest them all, they scattered like sheep from a wolf. St. Peter followed into the courtyard, but denied he, that he knew that the man who was charged with these crimes, just as for, was foretold by Jesus, saying that before the rooster crowed twice, you, Peter, will deny me three times. Only one remained to see what would happen next, the youngest disciple, John. On the third day after these events, the disciples gathered together in fear behind locked doors. Mary Magdalene came to tell them, telling them that she had seen the risen Lord. But could they believe her? Should they believe her? Who knows for sure? The tomb was empty. There's no doubt about that. But what did that mean? Their lives were still in grave danger. Would the Jewish leaders think that they stole the body from the tomb? Well, that was the, what the rumor was going around. The disciples must have taken the body out of the tomb. Every disciple's mind was in confusion. They were unable to think clearly. Every single one of them was afraid with a fear like they've never experienced before. They all came together, worried that they would be arrested and put to death. 
But while they were sitting together in that circle, all of a sudden, as if out of nowhere, Jesus appears. Was their mind playing tricks on them? Are they seeing a ghost, they wondered. We know the doors were locked, they were locked securely. Yet, this was a fact. Here, Jesus Christ standing before all of them. And Jesus' first words to them, peace, peace be with you. Now, Jesus did not say to them, hey, you guys, how you, are you happy to see me? Look at me, here I am. He did not say, hey, guys, don't worry anything. Every, don't worry anymore. Everything will be all right. He did not say to them, now your life will be back to normal. The first thing he said, peace be with you. The peace that Jesus was offering them was not, quote, unquote, world peace. It was a heavenly peace. It is the peace that we pray for in the great litany, the peace that comes from heaven above. It is a peace that can only be felt with Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit abiding deep inside of you. Jesus did show the disciples the marks of the nails in his hands. He showed them where the spear pierced his side all the way to his heart. He said, see, I am not a ghost. He exclaimed, I am not a ghost. Touch me. They embraced Jesus knowing that he was not a spirit, not an illusion, but really with them. And he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. And he gave them the commission to go out to all the people to proclaim his resurrection from the dead, entitling them to forgive the sins of those who want to be forgiven and to take the good news to the entire world. Now one may say, I thought the disciples did not receive the Holy Spirit until Pentecost some 50 days later. Well, the Holy Father's right that just as he showed in the anticipation that his resurrection from the dead was possible by raising Lazarus beforehand, he gave the disciples a glimpse, a preview, so to say, of what was to happen to them on the great day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit would appear universally to all who believed and who are baptized. Today we honor St. Thomas because he was not with the other disciples when Jesus first appeared unto them that day of the resurrection. Sadly, he is often called Doubting Thomas because of his refusal to believe his friends. And yet the Holy Father's right that this should not be so. For Thomas did not say he would never believe, but that he wanted to see for himself. And yet on this eighth day, after the resurrection of our Lord, St. Thomas was the first of the eleven to call Jesus Christ my Lord and my God. We also proclaim today the, resurrection, the risen Jesus as our Lord and God and remain blessed for Jesus himself proclaimed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. May peace the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit be with all of you. Christ is risen. Christos Foscres.
Christos Anesti. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.